Hello world. Welcome to the Young Entrepreneurs podcast. So as usual, the quote for the podcast. Find the inner child in you because children are capable of learning anything and everything. And with this quote, I welcome you all to episode 8 of season 1. This time we have another person from the S fam. So yes, Teddy, a big big thanks to you guys. Let me give you all a short introduction about me. I am Dakshin. I'm a 10th grader, 15 years old, and that's why I'm known as a young entrepreneur. And besides being an entrepreneur, I'm an investor too, also a designer, swimmer and debater, and that's it about me. So about our guest. He's young at the same time very wise. He's an absolute visionary as well as a rising legend. I'm completely mind blown by his story and I'm sure that you will too. He's too good at what he speaks and he knows what he speaks and what he speaks is super knowledgeable. Ladies and gentlemen, I present you Master Param Shah, student and future entrepreneur. So enough of me talking, let's hear it from the man himself. Welcome Param. Hi guys, hi hi Dakshin. So I'm Param Shah. I am 17 years old. I'm in the 12th grade. I'm residing in Mumbai currently and um and I'm a budding entrepreneur who likes to read, likes to write and just likes to gain lessons from everywhere around them. And um yeah, um that's pretty much it. I'm I'm oh, I'm studying in uh I'm I'm in the commerce field currently and I'm in the 12th grade. Yeah. So that was a great introduction. Yeah, so as an entrepreneur, you'll always be learning something, right? Yeah, absolutely. Forever you're going to be a student. Yeah. So, as you mentioned before, I was really interested because you told that you have been reading entrepreneur stuff for a long time. And I wa- and I want to know what you've been reading and what have you learned so far? Um okay so uh, basically uh, my books are aren't uh, fiction based usually they are usually biographies and a lot of um, you know uh, basically just uh, about startups and all that so um, some books I've read are um, Virat Kohli's biography and Usain Bolt's biography um, there's this book called Zero to One by Peter Thiel uh, the founder of PayPal that that I'm currently reading right now And so yeah that's that, that's some setup books like those that's cool so let me ask you this you you obviously know that entrepreneurship means a lot of risk i mean i wouldn't say that it's uh, like some unknown risk it's a calculated risk right it was also wonderfully told by our uh, previous guest uh, mr vivin but yeah so what made you choose entrepreneurship Okay, that's a good question. Uh, for me, I think uh, I believe entrepreneurship is a road that is not restricted to one field. Like I can be an entrepreneur in the medical field, I can be an entrepreneur in the entertainment industry. There's there's a lot of um, industries to explore. So that was one of the reasons that I've always wanted to pursue entrepreneurship. Secondly, one of the reasons that I wanted to become an entrepreneur is that. there's always something to learn right you know it doesn't restrict you to a 9 to 5 job or you know something basic like um like it's not there's there's no road plan there's no blueprint 
right so there's always new mistakes to make there's always new lessons to learn and so that that really inspires me and that makes me want to uh, do something new and um, and the entrepreneurship zone that's cool when i started as an entrepreneur it was the same you know like i didn't want to go for a 9 to 5 because a 9 to 5 is basically doing whatever is given in your job description and basically you're going to be working for someone else's dream right you're going to build someone else's dream yeah and besides that the first part which you told exactly there are no specific niches for an entrepreneur you can learn anything and everything and you are basically a student for your whole life so what like uh that's actually a pretty good answer because like most indian parents would uh, you, i would say most asian parents would pass down their traditional work to their children like they would want their uh, children to be in the same line of uh, job yeah or whatever profession so what so what do you think about that and yeah uh well uh, i i believe that that does happen uh, a lot of times majority times but i feel uh, the the current generation of indian parents i think they changing their mindset they they not like if we are doctors we want you to be doctors too they starting to believe that uh, a, a child can be what they wants to be and they 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 starting and allowing children to follow their passion because they've started to realize because of the social media age and you know basically influence of all those people around them that if 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 a child is interested or passionate about something he is more likely to succeed in it right in his like three that's that's what they teach us exactly that is what elon musk had also told if you really love something and if you really care about it even when you are taking rest you're going to be thinking about that and that is one of the best things about entrepreneurship I mean, you can do whatever you want you know like speaking of entrepreneurship yeah. that is like passion entrepreneurship because it's just your yeah. passion what you pursuing yeah absolutely so what do you think about investments Hmm. Investments is it, is it like a generalized uh, normal investment? Because you no, know, I would have thought like the stock market and the crypto. Like, no, I'm talking about in general. Let's say everything. What do you think about okay. it? Well, obviously, um, investments are a very important part of anyone's life, and everyone should invest their money and their whatever they earn. Or some, you know, some part of it they should invest, obviously. but um, it should always be calculated and people should not be greedy but uh, investments are very necessary in fact i believe that um, kids should be taught investments and financial literacy and you know concepts like money and compounding in their childhood and i'm glad the indian education system is you know on its road to change but i hope those are topics that are included because you know investments are very very necessary for a person's life and because you you can't survive inflation will beat you if you just keep the money that you have you know exactly you, you know like pound. this was also told by our previous guest uh like he asked this question to our audiences uh he asked that how long can you save and how much can you save yeah 
So in that yeah. time I'm reading this book right. Oh, sorry, sorry to interrupt. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm reading this uh, book right now. It's called um, uh, it's called uh, the psychology of money. And the fourth chapter is all about um, compounding. And uh, like you know, it says uh, just a sec. Yeah, it says uh, confounding, compounding, and it it basically mentions that. 81.3 or something like that billion dollars of um, Warren Buffett's wealth out of his 84 billion dollars came after his 50th birthday right so basically investments are of course necessary but compounding is also a very important and you know interesting topic because it it just explodes your mind to see what what it can do small pieces of wealth it, it, it you can just make billions out of it Exactly. Yeah. So we had an investor in our podcast too, and he was also explaining about uh, in a lot of investments and stuff. So if you're gonna start investment, what would be the kind of investment that you will be doing? Uh, the kind of investment um, in the I sense like know. stocks, real estates, or uh, crypto. Yeah, yeah. Um, I suppose. Uh, I think a majority of my portfolio would be in, into the stock market because I believe it's a very interesting and very um, how do you say it? It's very appealing and it has a lot of potential in it to grow, especially in the Indian stock market with all the new uh, young age investors uh, entering the market. And um, some part of it uh, would be obviously in, in cryptocurrency. I'm, I'm currently also investing in that because it doesn't, you know, require a lot of DMAT uh, uh, account and all that stuff. Yeah, on twenty four seven, right? So, exactly. And besides that, uh, yeah. Sorry to interrupt you. Yeah. Yeah. So I was saying that um, I think uh, even though it is it is risky, so like so it may be a small amount of my portfolio, but yeah, I think uh, the Indian stock market and the cryptocurrency market would mostly be where my money would be. But if I if I grow up and you know I have a large chunk of money, obviously real estate would also be one of my uh, choices. That's cool. I the first investments that I started with that was uh, self self investment obviously, but then yeah. then after that I went into crypto because I realized one thing that uh, crypto is not being controlled by anyone or any government and that is why a lot of banking systems even a lot of banking systems appreciate crypto and uh, that is a good way to store your money. Yeah, so like a lot of people actually thought that cryptos are useless, and then like you, you know ADA, right? Of yeah, yeah, yeah. Cardano. Ah, uh, you would have seen the you know like prices go to <laughs> sky high levels, right? Yeah. A lot yeah, of people sold their ADAs before this thing happened. Yeah. So uh, I think that crypto is a good thing to do. Yeah, yeah, but uh, it it should be calculated, and you should know what you're doing, and it should not be a large amount of money because it's very, very volatile as of this moment. But I I suppose every new um, investment, uh, what do you say, investment opportunity that comes around is is volatile at the beginning. Like if you see gold, and uh, you know, like it, it was volatile at that point during the gold rush when all of that stuff happened. That happened, but gradually 
things started to grow and things started to become stable so i think this is the right moment to enter and people shouldn't be afraid of um, you know losing their money as of this moment like small um, losses are okay but uh, they should if, if you are investing in crypto it should be for the long term exactly so it's a very nice time to enter exactly yeah. and i would say that most investments in long in a long run it's a good thing because i was actually reading this article yesterday and then i was comparing those people who had invested on um, stocks such as netflix google apple right right uh, like uh, about 10 years ago they yeah. they had only invested 1000 bucks Yeah. And then now look at the values that it has risen up to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in a long run if you are able to sustain and be patient I think everything is a good thing, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. So what kind of a But business you should always keep a check though. Yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, when it comes to crypto like uh you not just crypto I would say uh stocks too like you got to keep a very good look at those margins that graphs man seriously yeah i had a guest of mine mr anish who actually runs a stock trading group called as um uh stockify trade who's also a part of std oh i mean I, i mean yes std in the sense like yes fam yeah yeah so i i had learned a lot from him in case you haven't listened to the previous episode which is episode 7 he was in it okay. he was a guest for it yeah 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 i'll definitely check it out yeah so he all uh, so he suggests two kinds of learnings i'm not sure what, what the name is and he's also going to let out his own course oh okay that's cool yeah so what kind of a business would you start Well, I do have a few ideas in mind as of this moment, but um, obviously I'm not gonna share it out right now. But uh, I mean, I, I think time will tell uh, what the need is at that point if the if the market is there. And uh, yeah, I'll just see. It's, it's it's too early to say, I think, because for me the plan is I want to uh, like even though people say that college degrees are important and that yeah. it's always necessary, like. even if it isn't for the degree it's, it's important to do it at least for the networking right if you know get to know a lot of people exactly. if you get to know you know and the diverse countries they come in from it's always mm-hmm. good to learn and exactly so it's, it's, and it's after that point that i want to start uh, my own business yeah even if you don't want to get into a full uh, full core uh, college degree you could always do a correspondence course you know like be at the be at your own yeah, place yeah. and then you can do that course on course right yeah 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 correct so that that would be a very helpful for many entrepreneurs i've recently had one of my yeah you can go ahead yeah yeah go on okay fine i think <laughs> i think there's a lot of new opportunities coming out for uh, people like you and me who share the idea of uh, networking and connecting and Yeah, go on. Yeah, so re- recently speaking about that correspondence course, my friend actually switched to homeschooling. Yeah. Uh, he's also uh, an entrepreneur. Well, uh, he's also my age. He has his own company too. Oh, man, that's, that's 
Yeah, and I believe that a lot of young entrepreneurs are needed for this world to change, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Entrepreneurs are in the world. Exactly. Any, any company you see, any company you see around you is, was basically a startup at some point. At this point, the IIT JE people who very happily say, our Google has a job in Google. It's a startup. Exactly, man. Like, yeah. literally, they study IIT and then they run up in a totally... they uh, i mean they end up in a totally different field yeah 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 <laughs> i mean seriously man like a lot of these guys who have studied iit or went to prestigious colleges are now actually you know like working on the swiggy doing the swiggy deliveries zomato delivery yeah yeah man at the end of the day i don't think your degree matters i think end of the day what you can do as a person and how you can unlearn and learn Uh, rapidly as at a constant speed and that would matter yeah it's a fast changing world exactly and uh, more than the formal education which we get from a degree i would say that self education the right education for whatever we are going for whatever we going to do i think that is the most important thing yeah yeah correct absolutely yeah so who's your inspiration behind entrepreneurship inspiration uh as a tough question when i don't really have like like there's there's no one person like i said i always keep reading books and keep learning about new people but uh, there's this one guy i've been really hooked on to like i've been seeing his podcast and uh, doing his reading there's this guy who is the founder of cred and the founder of free charge this guy called kunal shah Oh, right. Great. I wouldn't say he's an inspiration, but he is kind of an inspiration. I've been really following him. He's a great guy, a lot to learn from, and he himself believes that he still has a lot to learn, and I really admire that a lot. Of course, like even I don't have a specific uh, inspiration. I would say the first and foremost would be my granddad. He actually came out of nowhere, and then he just built his own empire, like yeah. literally built his own empire. So. uh he's a big inspiration for me but then there are a lot of people from each of them who i i learn a lot of stuff from them yeah 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 absolutely like uh, i'm you know robert kiyosaki right yeah yeah of course yeah so i'm gonna have actually not a one to one meet like i'm i got lucky enough to actually go uh, for i mean i'm lucky enough to be present in a meet with him which is going to take place soon wow that that's very cool yeah so like it was a last moment registration and it went like oh crazy i got to sit and learn a lot from this person <laughs> wow man that's something yeah so likewise so what kind of uh, you know like Speaking of stocks, do you do stocks right now? No, no, obviously I'm I'm 17 now, not not at the moment. But um, so my dad uh, currently he is an investor. He handles the family portfolio, and um, he's he was a software engineer, but he's retired and he's now uh, handling the family portfolio. So uh, he, I asked him to. Uh, give me like not hand me but i i said ki i'll do the research for a company and i'll study the company i want to learn that way 
then i'll hand you the company's name and you check it out do you think it's good enough what's bad then we learn together like obviously i learn from him and then if 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 the company is good then he invests his money on well you can say on my name <laughs> and then i added in my uh, money control portfolio <laughs> that that's cool Fam- family business that's actually pretty cool yeah yeah <laughs> yeah because like family support means a lot for each and every single one of us and you are yeah, very yeah, lucky absolutely. in that fact yeah definitely so what what does your dad invest into um you know like as far as i know as far as my knowledge like the best investments when it comes to stocks or the, i would say us based stocks because i've studied a lot about them uh like monster for example and then apple yeah but then if you take other stocks too like uh you know you know who louis vuitton's owner is right bernard Ar- yeah, yeah 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 he he recently became the richest yeah exactly yeah exactly and he bought i i guess he bought christian he bought christian dior with only stocks he didn't like buy the whole company with a deal but he bought the whole company as stocks oh okay so i think that uh, stocks is something which is actually inspiring so what does your dad invest into what do you guys research together my dad is currently only in the indian stock market he doesn't invest in the us stock market but he basically invests just in the indian stock market and you know yeah mutual funds and all that stuff right that's part of it but yeah black capital cash steady and then yeah exactly like mutual funds bonds etfs those kind of yeah. investments are also pretty good yeah what do you think about gold and silver investment for a very long period of time gold values has always gone up and what do you think about investing on them gold is a safe investment i feel uh, gold is something that um, i'll tell you uh, d- during the 2020 crisis when lockdown happened on march 22 or 23 um, from that point on uh, i feel gold prices if i'm not wrong they went up because gold anywhere you go in the world this is something my dad taught me anyway you go it's, it's a stable currency right everyone will have gold everyone might not have dollar and you might not have you know euros and pounds but gold is a stable thing everyone will have that so you can trade it anywhere right so i feel okay, gold is definitely a safe uh, place to invest your money in but uh, it's it, it's a long term option it's not something that you want to use to multiply your money but it, it's a safe place exactly and low risk your profit yeah but comparing gold with crude oil stocks what do you think about that um now i am i'm really not that much into the stock market right now i don't think i'm learned enough to uh, comment on that i'm not into crude oil and all that like i don't know what it is yeah crude oil is nothing other than black gold right so that's why i'm asking <laughs> So what do you think like with your common sense with whatever you learn learn from you know like at uh, the value of you, you we talk about the value of uh, petroleum in our country right like it goes sky high so what do you think about uh, investing in crude oil 
I suppose it would be a good investment now that I am seeing almost as a main um, money maker for them is oil only, right? Yeah. So I think I think it's a good good way to invest your money in oil and gold. They are they are like, but you know the also the fact that uh, oil might go extinct someday. Yeah, it might go away. And also the fact that you know we're all switching to renewable sources of energy makes it a lot more volatile. Like not volatile, I'm sorry, but uh, makes it a lot more uh, less uh, potential uh, able commodity to invest in. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's a. It's. I, I think at least for the next five, ten years, it shouldn't be a problem. That that's good. That's a good opinion, actually. You know, speaking about uh, you know, like switching to renewable sources of energy, I wanted to give one fun fact over here. I would say a historical fact that electric cars had been ex had been you know like existing since 1890s itself. Yeah. Which no people actually knew. So. <laughs> If we had invested more on electric cars during those days itself, then I think yeah. that crude we could have not polluted Earth a lot. Yeah, yeah, could have been saved. Yeah, I mean it's it's still not too late, but uh, I think uh, could have been better. Yeah. Yeah, it could have definitely been better. Yeah. You know what, man? We plan for a twenty-minute post podcast, and then it has crossed twenty minutes. It's actually 25 minutes, so it was great no, talking with great. you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's actually really fun to talk with like-minded people who share common interests. It's it's really fun. You exactly. Don't the time that is what I told you before. You don't have to be nervous. I mean, most yeah. guests who come for this podcast, they'll be like, "Oh my God, I'm nervous. I don't know what to talk." But then, as soon as we <laughs> start talking, it's just. Just so simple. Yeah, yeah. But you did a good job, man. I mean, like, I'm not saying, uh, yeah. I mean, you you did a good job of carrying the conversation. I wouldn't have been able to do so well. I think it's it's tougher to be the one interviewing. I feel. Well, I've been both. So this is this is my one podcast, and I've also been a guest in two podcasts. So I know okay. both the side. So uh, what's your opinion? What do you think is more tough? A uh, pardon? What do you think is more tough, like interviewing or being the one interviewed? I would say both is cool. When you are when you are around people who comfort you, actually. Oh, good one, good one. Yeah, yeah. So as I mentioned, audience, this guy is very wise at the same time young, and as you could as you could have listened to this podcast, you must have find you must have found out that. He knows what he speaks, and what he speaks is super knowledgeable. Like I mentioned before, so thank you all for joining us. It uh, it has always been a pleasure to spread this knowledge with a lot of like-minded people like Param, and I'm sure that Param will be in our future podcast too. And you're more than welcome, Param. Yeah, definitely, man. I'll, I'll always uh, I'll, I'll check out all your podcasts right now after this. That's what I'm gonna do. And thank you for inviting me to the podcast. It was a wonderful experience. Talking to you has also been a really great time. I, I, honestly, I didn't realize the time flew away. 
so yeah thank you for inviting me over thanks a lot man thanks a lot for joining us the pleasure is all mine so and again audiences so if you want to f- no further information you can go to www.thelegacyorg.com/podcast thank you and have a great day thank you guys